Welcome to the Trad Dads Podcast, where we examine cultural and political issues through the lens of traditional thought. All right, welcome to another episode. This is Levi Russell, and I have Levi Breederland on the line with me. And today, what we're going to talk about is uh, guys' uh, participation in the pro-life movement. And this is a, a, an interesting topic because Levi was recently uh, recently participated in a pro-life march with uh, his wife and some other folks. Um, so Levi, can you tell us about the, the event and uh, where it was or uh, what, what was the whole point of the event, that sort of thing? Yeah, so usually I think it's like the first Thursday or second Thursday in May every year there's a march called the March for Life that happens at, uh, at the capital of Canada in Ottawa. Um, and then in re- more recent years, there's been kind of little offshoot marches that have happened at the, the different provincial legislatures. So living in Edmonton, we are just down the street from the, the, the headquarters of the province here. And uh, so, yeah, we've got, we've got the place to, like, if we want to do a march for a purpose, this is the place to do it. Um, so I think we've, I think this is the 14th year it's happened here in, in Edmonton. Um, and it's, it's a bunch of people that get together and, uh, we've got signs and we have a couple speeches at the legislature buildings. Like it's all a, a legally sanctioned event. The, the police close down the roads for us and we do a little couple miles, couple kilometers, uh, through downtown Edmonton and hold up traffic and make people honk at us and then uh, make, our, <laughs> make our way back to the Capitol. And yeah, so it was kind of a three hour little afternoon, afternoon adventure. Um, it's my third time, I think, or fourth time going, um, but first time with, with the family. So that, that made it a, a more interesting event and the kids, the kids found it fun to get to walk in the streets and hold up signs that they couldn't read and that kind of thing. Yeah, so you you had the whole crew there, huh? Yeah, my wife had the the baby in the carrier, and uh, the two year old was sleeping in the wagon, and five year old had a had a great time walking with her friends. <laughs> nice. So then, um, how, how many people do you know roughly? How many people were at the at that particular one? And so, I mean, this isn't the the whole nationwide Canadian one; it's just the one in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. There. Yeah, um, I was talking with a friend of mine who works for the the Catholic Archdiocese's uh, like news department. And he said that they had estimated about 1500, which is impressive. Like there was a lot of people there, but to actually know the number. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So um, did there, were there any kind of counter protesters or anything like that? Or was it mainly just, uh, just the people honking at you in the intersection? (laughs) Well, so last year there was, there was a couple women on the side that had dressed up as handmaidens um, based on that character from that one story that's recently been made into a TV show. The Handmaid's Tale, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the red, it's like a red kind of one piece dress, like a full, a full body dress and then a, a white bonnet type hat. Um, and they were just they they were pretty peaceful like they just stood off to the side and they had a couple signs that had like the kind of common common pro choice slogans yeah they just um, they stood there and act like you were oppressing them yeah like they, they didn't really do anything so that was last year this year um they were back 
I recognized a couple of faces. Um, but at the, so at the beginning, when we had our first, like our opening speeches and we sang the national anthem, um, there was also a group of people that were of a very noticeable demographic. They all had similar style of clothing and um, they were all, you know, millennials to, to use the buzzword. Um, and they had very, everything, everything about their, like their brand, so to speak, was, was very dark. They had inverted pentagrams on their signage and whatnot. And afterwards, oh, uh, poking around on the, the social media, I think it was like the, like a, a group of Satanists had agreed to, to partner with the handmaidens and uh, show up. <laughs> so they, they were more intrusive this time around. They, they were chanting my body or they, they were chanting their body, their choice was the, the phrase they were chanting. I see. Um, and they, they shouted a couple times. Um, but then when we actually went on the march, they, they kind of, it, it looked like they hung back at the, at the legislature buildings because they were there when we got back, but they weren't like in the, the march itself. Right. Um, okay. And when we got back, they had, uh, they had air horns and little noisemakers and stuff. And they were just kind of like, you're just being a nuisance, basically. Like they didn't really, they didn't really make, make much of a dent other than being a nuisance. Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, so you, you kind of mentioned some of the chants they were doing and, and yeah, you, you usually hear, you know, sort of, uh, you know, if you're, you're a guy, you don't have any right to, to talk about this kind of stuff or your, your opinion doesn't matter and, and all that sort of thing. So yeah, there uh, was, they had signs. One of the signs said like, uh, why are we following rules? Um, and that kind of thing, like if you don't have a uterus, you shouldn't be able to make make rules regarding right. people who do have uterises. That that kind of like the usual, like you're, you're not able to conceive, so you know, stop stop trying to prevent people from doing what they want to do with their own body. Kind of right, lame arguments. All their all their signage and all their arguments was like the really the the easiest arguments to to vote down, like. Right. Like none of them said said things like there's there's times where the women would need to be able to abort. It was all like really dumb arguments. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean, outside of the I don't know, outside of sort of like discussions on the internet or maybe debates or whatever, where you might see uh, you know, guys involved, especially if they're, you know, bioethicists or doctors or something like that. I mean, you know, maybe the first image you get, um, at least for me, when I think of a, a pro-life march is is not like a bunch of dads, you know what I mean? Because um, I, I mean, I've, I did a couple demonstrations in college for this kind of thing uh, with our parish, but, um, you know, it was different. I was single, you know, whatever. I mean, just, you know, young single people demonstrating for stuff. I mean, that's no big deal. That that happens all the time. But, you know, we're talking about like a 30-year-old guy, you know, with <laughs> kids and stuff like that. Why is he taking time out of his day for, you know, this kind of thing? Um, but so like what, uh, you know, how, how do you see your role um, in this kind of thing? Is it something to do with, you know, being a model for your kids or is it just uh, something you think is important in general as a Catholic or how does that work? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like at the march, 
there was you know it was a noticeable amount of of young people because several of the local christian schools had had groups that had wanted to come um and there was a noticeable amount of uh older people like retirees who would be able to you know go because they didn't have a job to go to and a noticeable amount of of mothers and young kids but if you if you were really like counting the demographics there was quite a few people who were dads there um lots of lots of full families with with the father there and lots of people who were yeah like not not the typical one who would have that kind of interest you would think so i i found that very encouraging because for me at least it's it's one of those things like no i don't have the female reproductive system but as a man i'm still part of the the process of creating a baby and and also raising a kid so to like the all those those tropes of not not having a say it's like well that's kind of that's kind of garbage um and then just to think like it's not because it's not an argument of telling a woman what to do with her body it's an argument of saying this is an independent body that has rights to life just like any other body they need as they need as much uh like as much help as they can get because they can't argue for their position. Right. Right. It's almost as stupid as like, well, you know, you've never murdered anyone, so you shouldn't be able to talk about murder. <laughs> what? Like that doesn't make any sense. One, one argument I heard was uh, you don't own a gun. Like this was a, a, a pro life argument. It was that you don't own a gun. So you shouldn't be able to tell gun owners what they can do with their guns. It's like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. It's just sort of like a showing them how absurd their argument is or yeah. whatever kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like we definitely as as men, we definitely have a part to play in the conception of a child, and we definitely have a part to play in the raising of a child. Right. So why can't we have a part to play in protecting the the ones that otherwise wouldn't be protected because we have no laws to prevent that from happening. Right. Well, and, and, and that's the thing too, is, I mean, you know, a lot of us have daughters. I have one and I think you have three. Is that right? Two. Or two. Two. Okay. So, you know, I mean, obviously I'm concerned even, even if it wasn't a guy thing, I mean, just, you know, stipulate that point okay, fine. I have an interest in my daughter's life and I have an interest in the society that she grows up in. And I don't want her growing up in a place where, you know, people are, people think, you know, killing their own children is, you know, something to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, a while ago, a friend of mine uh, who has a vlog, he did a video about how uh, he said like the term pro-choice doesn't really encompass everything well enough and he said if you want to call yourself pro-choice that means you should um, be willing to accept the responsibilities of the choices you make and therefore you know if you make a choice to do something that could cause an unwanted pregnancy then you should be, take responsibility for that and i think that's as a parent that's one of those things it's like kids to make wise choices and show them, you know, give, give them a, a good example of, of how wise choices are made 
and avoiding situations where bad choices could be made just in general. Sure. And then, and then specifically in the, in like in the, the pro-life situations, like, yeah, let's, let's raise our kids so that they, they realize the complexity of, of how this all is. And yeah, the, the sanctity of the, the life that, that can be created so easily. Right. Well, and, and also I think, you know, some people, I know we, you hear people talk about, um, you know, all these protesters brought their kids, you know, they're exploiting their children, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I kind of get that, but not really, because I mean, it more, more than anything, you're just teaching your kid by example, how important the issue is. You know, yeah. So here, here they have a big, there's a lot of bad press about the people who bring their kids. And then also the, the schools that send busloads of kids mm. say like, Oh, we've got schools sending loads of kids and they're, you know, they're using our taxpayer money and they're not even doing school and they're probably just calling it a social studies field trip. So it's like, but like we have here in this province, we have the Catholic school system, which is run by the province and funded by the province. And it has, it's basically grandfathered in to, to get full funding. And I find it encouraging that the schools are wanting to show the kids that, yes, this is an important thing, important enough that we will, you know, miss a couple classes and, you know, have an educational trip and then also show our encouragement for, for everyone else who's marching. Right. Well, you know, and, and that actually brings up another uh, interesting recent event uh, back in January, I think with, uh, you know, our, our uh, March for Life here in the U.S. in D.C. Uh, oh yeah, uh, with the um, uh, Catholic high school kids, Covington, Covington Catholic high school kids, um, you know, marching uh, for uh, you know their school, and 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 they were you know perhaps unfortunately I guess in a way wearing their uh, Make America Great Again Trump hats. And they just had this random guy just <laughs> drum in their face. And then there was this huge media firestorm over it. And now I think one of the families is suing like at least two major news outlets for a quarter yeah. of a billion dollars. Yeah. It's, it's going to uh, be interesting to see how that turns out because yeah. yeah, there was definitely some, some inaccurate reporting and conclusions that were drawn too soon in the, in the reporting side of things. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I mean, that, that kind of makes me think of another reason. It's like, well, okay, why would you want guys at these types of events? And it's like, well, you know, sometimes the counter protesters are, um, you know, crazy attention seeking lunatics who you know, <laughs> want to bang drums in front of children's faces, you know? And it's like, you know, maybe you need to have, uh, some men around just for the normal reason you would ever, ever want men around is because they're larger and stronger and tougher than women <laughs> on average, on average. Uh, you know, and so you would just kind of need um, some muscle there to defend, you know, even if the bulk of the marchers are women, you know, there's always going to be some, you know, crazy lunatic that might, you know, try to threaten violence or do something stupid. Yeah. And also just like to, like, if it was just, if like, if my wife had said like, Hey, I want to go to this, this March, this rally for, you know, whatever situation and if I agreed with her opinion on the topic, then, and in, in an event like a march, like it's, it's the numbers that count because that's what shows, that's what shows like the people looking out of the office buildings as we walk by it. It shows them 
the amount of support to see 1500 people walk by. And so even if it wasn't something I was passionate about and my wife was going to a a similar type of event for whatever purpose, I would Mm -hmm. consider tagging along if I could justify, you know, not working for the afternoon or that kind of thing. Right. Because it is in, in this situation, at least it is a numbers thing and I don't disagree with it. So, you know, I might as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see where there would be stuff that's just, uh, well, you know, the, the kids shouldn't be there. So, you know, somebody's got to watch the kids or that kind of thing. But yeah, but yeah, no, that makes, that makes total sense. I, I don't think we've ever, since I've been married, I don't think we've ever done anything like this sort of thing. I don't think we've ever gone and done some kind of protest, but you know, we've not really lived in places where there's lots of um, protests that are friendly to our point of view, let's say plenty of protests, but they're, oh, all, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I can remember, I can remember the, the university of Georgia campus after Trump got elected and it wasn't nearly as bad as, you know, a lot of these campuses, but there were, there were, you know, a few dozen students standing <laughs> around yelling, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's cool that you guys have that kind of thing in your, uh, in your capital city there. And, uh, and that you are, jumping in and supporting and all that. So uh, I think we'll um, tie it up there. And uh, was there anything else you wanted to say about it, Levi? No, I think, I think we covered, we covered the key points there. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to the Trad Dads podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us out.